0: Hey there, Mama. You're listening to the Lift the Shame podcast. I'm your host, Crystal, Mama of five and your family's intuitive eating dietitian here to help you cut through the diet culture clutter so you can enjoy freedom with food as a family. I'm on a mission to help you end the generational legacy of diet culture in your home so you can experience motherhood free from food guilt and body shame. Listen in weekly for guidance on how you can ditch diet culture, heal your relationship with food and your body, and confidently raise intuitive eaters. Let's dive in and lift the shame together. Okay, I have something really important for you to hear. So whatever you're doing, I want you to tune in and listen very closely. And that is that you, mama... Do not have to love your body in order to raise a child who loves and appreciates their body. I hope you can really internalize this truth because so many moms that I'm talking to today are worried that their body image issues will become their child's body image issues. And I definitely see this with moms who have an eating disorder history or who are actively In eating disorder recovery, it can feel impossible. It can feel like you are fighting an uphill battle that you may never win because you really struggle with the way that you view your body. And motherhood amplifies those body image challenges because we see so many drastic body changes happening in a very short period of time. And you might feel like your child is doomed to the same fate, that you have been experiencing around your body. It may feel very distressing to live in your body. You may feel hatred, animosity towards your body. And I want you to know it's not your fault. And there is hope. There is absolutely hope to raise a child who does feel good about their body and learns to love and appreciate their body, regardless of what your journey has looked like with your own body. And there's hope for you too, Mama. I understand the challenges that come with body image, especially at this intersection of eating disorder recovery and motherhood. There are things that you can do right now to support your child today for them to instill acceptance and kindness toward their body. And I hope that these tips that we go through today can be helpful for you. It is important just to be aware of some of the facts that are out there. I don't share these things to scare you or to shame anyone because I think we understand the challenges that we're already facing, especially as moms and eating disorder recovery. You know, sometimes it feels like the cards are stacked against our favor and it's hard to hear the reality of what our kids are dealing with. But what we do see from research is. That dieting and weight concerns and body dissatisfaction have all been reported in children as young as seven to nine years old. Ooh, that's painful. That one hurts. Other studies have also shown that approximately 40% of elementary school aged girls reported that they've tried to diet to lose weight. Those are really hard statistics to hear. And it's very harrowing to understand the reality of what it's like to live in a culture that idolizes a certain body size. I know if you're anything like me, you want to do anything in your power and your capability to support your child in learning to love and accept their body, to make them resilient, to diet culture lies. I hear you. I'm I'm right there with you. And yet I see a lot of moms getting hung up on the fact that they're struggling with their own body image. So, you know, you might feel like a fraud, like, how can I model these things to my kids if I'm not even there yet? It's hard. And again, there are things that you can do, even if you haven't internalized the belief for yourself that your body is good, your body is worthy, you have innate worth as a human being, and it doesn't matter what your body size is or what the number says on the scale, those things don't take away from your worth. And you can understand those things intellectually, but actually living them out can be something entirely different. And so I just want to help give you some practical tips that you can use when you're thinking about how can I support my kids and give them the best shot possible at having a positive relationship with their body. And I do also just want to say that body positivity has gained a lot of traction over the years. And I think that's great. But with that, I think there's also, of course, a lot of misunderstanding that's formed around what it means to have a positive relationship with your body. And I think when people say, oh, man, you should just love your body, just embrace it. You know, that can be very arbitrary and feel so out of reach for so many women and so many moms, right? Like, what does that even mean? Especially when you've gone through the journey with your body that you have, it might feel super out of touch to even think about loving your body. And I just want to put it out there that, you know, I like to think about it more along the lines of how can you be kind toward your body? How can you be more gentle toward your body? I think asking those questions can help you materialize some ideas a lot more clearly than this idea of loving your body. And again, that is not a criteria for raising a child who feels positive about their body. You do not have to love your body in order to start implementing some of these things that can support you in raising a child who feels positive about their body or who is able to treat their body kindly. And I do also just want to say, before we get into our tips today, that body image is very layered. Even for moms who may have been in eating disorder recovery for decades or years, you know, body image can feel like that one piece that is still stuck or that you feel like you're still having a hard time working through. And that is because there are so many layers involved with body image. One thing in particular that I don't think we talk about enough, and this will likely be a whole separate podcast episode. But what we experience in our bodies really does play a huge role in how we feel about our body. And if you are a mom who has experienced trauma in any way, and I see this come up a lot, honestly, during motherhood. So during pregnancy, during postpartum, maybe during your childbirth experience, maybe in learning how to feed your kids. Maybe in your own childhood and your own upbringing, right? Like you experienced trauma within your body. I am learning and have learned in just in my own personal journey that unless that trauma piece has been addressed and you have had the tools and the resources to help you work through resolving that trauma piece, then you may be feeling that distress in your body, which can then get projected as hatred or disgust in your own body. And again, it's not your body's fault. Oftentimes, our body becomes a scapegoat for the things that we experience in our body. And again, I know this is a whole other topic that we can definitely chat about. But I just want to put that out there to help you and encourage you if you find yourself in a situation where It seems like no matter what I do, I can't move the needle in terms of how I feel about my body. And if that's the case, you know, I definitely want you to know you're not alone. There's probably a lot there. It's kind of like peeling away the layers of the onion and would definitely love to do a separate topic on this alone and help provide and share some resources that could be helpful for you. But in the meantime, wherever you're at, whatever you're working on within your own body, it's still possible to start supporting your kids in having a more positive view of their bodies. And so we're going to chat about what some of those things are. Tip number one is just addressing and focusing on the language that you're using when you're talking about their body in front of them. Okay. So, how do you talk about your kids' bodies? Or how do you talk about their appearances, looks? Are those things that are coming up in conversation? If so, that can be a place where you can assess, am I intentionally using language that is supporting them in building confidence in their own bodies? And I will tell you generally, so I myself, I have four girls and one boy. And I hear this a lot more with my girls than with my son, but we tend to talk to children in a way that emphasizes their appearance, right? Like and and a lot of these comments are super well intended and meant to be kind and you know, to make a kid feel good. <laughs> but sometimes when it's the only thing that our kids hear, then they can start to internalize the belief that their appearance is the most important thing about them. So These might look like comments like, oh, you look so cute, or I love your dress, or I love how you did your hair, things like that, right? And again, not shaming anyone who has done that. It's something that comes so easy because again, as a culture, that is what we prioritize. And so it's really easy to recycle the things that we heard about bodies growing up. I want you to just be more cognizant about the way that you talk to your child about their own body in front of them. You know, instead of focusing on things that are related to their appearance, how can you highlight attributes of who they are versus what they do or what they look like, right? So that might look like telling a child, hey, I am so happy to see you and spend time with you today. Like, what a treat. It's so good to be able to hang out together. That's going to be a lot different in terms of the messaging that they're picking up and internalizing about themselves versus, you know, first comments that they hear being related to their body or what they look like or what they're wearing that day. So it may seem like a subtle tip, but something that I want you to be thinking about because sometimes it becomes second nature. We just say things about our kids and we want them to feel good. The only thing is that if the things that we're saying is related to their appearance alone, again, that can internalize the belief that that's what's the most important about them. I think how we talk to kids about their bodies too can really make a difference in this as well. So letting our kids know like, wow, like you jumped really high or you were so strong when you were doing that, you know, and, and helping them see like what their body helps them do. Right. And not that kids have to do anything in order to gain our approval or acceptance or to be seen or to be heard. So we want to be careful with that too. But we just want to highlight and help them see their body for the amazing thing that it is, right? And how we communicate the language that we engage in with them around that can be really important in shaping their ideas of what that is. The second thing here is being aware, and this one might be a little bit harder, but being aware of your language about your body in front of your kids. So oftentimes, I hear a lot of moms say, well, I know I'm not supposed to say certain things in front of them about my body, right? Like, generally, I know a lot of moms who are being really intentional about not shaming their own body in front of their kids. And that is a great first step, right? Because, How we communicate about our bodies becomes our kids' internal monologue about their bodies. So we want to be really careful about what we're saying, how we're describing our bodies, how we're talking about our bodies, and knowing that our kids are picking up on that language and on that messaging. That is the first step is to just be aware of what you're saying and to avoid any critical or shaming comments about your own body in front of your kids because that could absolutely send a message to them that there are things wrong with their body too when it comes to how they look, how they functioning in the world. The second step here though in this part is you you, you don't want to just avoid shaming your body or avoid critical comments about your body in front of your kids you also want to try to be intentional about saying things about your body that are positive in front of your child. And there is one quote I've shared before that Kate Winslet has shared. And I'm not saying it verbatim, but basically what she's saying is that she can't remember a time in her life where she heard a female caregiver speak positively about Their body, and how she's making the intentional effort to do that with her own daughter. And I just thought that was so powerful, you know? And so many of us are trying to disrupt these generational body shaming cycles that we heard for generations before us, right? Like not just our parents and caregivers, but grandparents and caregivers. And I mean, it goes back and back and back. And that is because that messaging gets cycled. But also until someone intentionally disrupts it and does something differently, you know, it's kind of like the same messaging that's getting passed on. And I love how she identifies like, wow, I can't even remember a caregiver, or a female caregiver in my life actually saying something positive about her body. I think many of us can relate to that if we're being honest, right? Like, when's the last time you remember hearing someone, a female caregiver, a female role model say something really positive about her body. And you know what the cool thing is here? You have an opportunity to do that for your kids. You may not believe the things that you're saying about your body to your kids. And that's okay. Again, remember, this is not a criteria in order to say these things or do these things for them. Okay. It's a really brave step and it can be hard and it can be painful and it can bring up some really uncomfortable feelings for you. It gets easier with practice too. I remember one day I was getting dressed and my youngest was hanging around the room as kids tend to do. And she came right up to me and was squishing my belly and patting it with her little hands. And I remember her saying, mommy, you're belly, your belly is so squishy. And she like rubbed her face in it. And I remember initially just feeling a little bit awkward. (laughs) Okay, kid. Um, Thank you. Thank you for loving mommy's belly. But I just, you know, took a step to take it in. Because I think sometimes we're so critical and the inner monologue about our bodies is so critical and we live with that. We carry that in us all day long. And so it can feel really unusual to hear something different being said about our bodies. For me, it was such a healing reminder when I heard my daughter say that, you know, that our kids look at us and they're not nitpicking us apart. They just love us and they're just thankful for us being there in our presence with them. And they don't care what size jeans are wearing or how much we weigh or the rolls and the sags and the stretch marks that we have. Like in that moment, like seeing my daughter just like squish my tummy and feel so happy about it, you know, really brought me a lot of joy in that moment, but also helped me to see my body in a different way. And that was an opportunity for me to also say a comment to her about my body So I remember saying something like, yeah, and you know what? You know what's so cool? You grew inside of mommy's tummy. Can you believe that? Can you believe how awesome our bodies are? Mommy's belly stretched so that you could grow inside of it. And now I get to give you a big hug with these arms that I have. And I know it might feel super silly. And again, you may feel like you are just lying through your teeth that you don't believe. A word that you're saying to your kids. But I will tell you, when you can start saying those things to your children, it will change the way you think about your body. And that is a powerful thing. And you know what? It is so powerful, not just for us, but for our kids to be able to hear us talk about our bodies in that way. And just in the same way that we want to talk about our kids and highlight who they are outside of the way they look, right? We want to do the same thing with ourselves too and help our kids see the functionality, like what our bodies are capable of and not our bodies are not like just random parts that exist. Like they work together to help us live and thrive in this world that we live in. And life is such a gift and our bodies are our house that we live in for the rest of our lives. Being able to share those things with our kids and of course you can adjust those comments and messages based on the ages of your child. But it's never too late to start this process. And I think it's a really powerful exercise. And I will link a couple blogs for you in the show notes that will give you some more ideas on things you can say and how you can do this with your kids. Last tip here, and this one might feel a little more arbitrary, but it's something I want to put out there because I think it's so important. This is really also a big foundational piece to helping your child feel more positive about their own body. And that is to offer and practice offering unconditional acceptance of your child's body size. And this is hard for a lot of reasons. And one reason being, no matter how much work you're trying to do to heal generational cycles of of dieting and food guilt and body shaming, we still live in a society that is saturated in diet culture, and that idolizes certain body types. This is where I see a lot of parents struggling is if they see their child's body not fitting that mold, it can bring up a lot of discomfort, it can bring up a lot of distress. And that is coming from a place, a protective place as a parent, right? Like we want to protect our children from the harsh world that we live in. And one thing that's important to remember though is trying to change your child's body size will not protect them from that. That really the best thing that we can do to protect our kids from diet culture and the body shame they may encounter is to offer them unconditional acceptance of their body wherever it's at. This is something that takes a lot of internal work and reflection as a parent too. One big reason being that sometimes where we see our kids is a reminder of us in the past or in or as a child ourselves, right? For example, if puberty was really triggering and a really triggering time for you as a kid, and, you know, if you encountered bullying around your body size, or if you experienced stigma because of your body size, you know, that is registered as trauma in your body. And When we move through life and now we have our own kids, and our kids are going through similar phases that we went through, it's like our body is on high alert, like something is wrong. It's just really important to remember that your experiences are not the same as your children's experiences. And what you went through is not necessarily the same thing that your child is going to go through. So that can help prevent you from projecting your experiences and beliefs about their body onto them. This is a hard one again, but practicing giving your child unconditional acceptance of their body can be one of the most powerful things that you do to support them in learning to accept their own body, regardless of how it changes, regardless of how their weight changes or how much they weigh. And you being there and you loving them and you enjoying them and showing up for them, no matter how their body is changing, sends that message. And so I know that one can feel a little more arbitrary like I said but I want you to think about that that your child's body size is not a problem that you need to fix it's not a project that you need to take on their body is going to go and be where it needs to be without us trying to micromanage it and in fact I highly recommend avoiding trying to micromanage your child's body size because that will come with its own host of problems and issues. And instead, when you find yourself feeling uncomfortable, lean into that distress that's coming up around your child's body size so that you can better understand maybe where that's coming from within yourself, right? It's not our child's body that needs to change. It's usually our reaction to their body that needs to change. And sometimes the only way to do that is to do our own reflection and our own healing work about what it is around their body that can be triggering. I hope these are helpful for you as you think about Your child and you think about their body and you think about supporting their body image, especially if you're still struggling with poor body image yourself, I want you to know there's so much hope. And just the fact that you're listening to this and wanting to learn how to support your child says so much about you and the amazing parent that you are. I'd love to hear from you. If you want to connect with me on Instagram, send me a DM, let me know what stood out to you in this episode and what you want to try to support your child with their own body image. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Lift the Shame podcast. For more tips and guidance on your motherhood journey, come connect with me on Instagram at crystal cargus. Until next week, mama, I'll be cheering you on. Bye for now.